I'm Kathleen Anderson, part skeptic, part believer, and your host of The Eclipse. Welcome to my podcast, where I dive into the unknown, seeking truth and hope with a healthy dose of skepticism and humor. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 10 of The Eclipse. 10 episodes. Can you believe it? I know I can't. I'm going to be honest. Thank you guys for sticking with me and supporting me through this podcast journey. I have to say I really love it and I have so many ideas for future episodes for the eclipse and honestly for more podcasts with different themes. As you know from my day job or at least most of you know that I write political commentary for the political insider and being able to do that job fundamentally changed my post military life and I am so thankful that I'm able to write my articles. And it's really a big reason why I became inspired to branch out into podcasting. And while I don't reach as many people yet with my podcast as I do through my articles, I am happy to be able to announce today that we are just shy of 90, or I'm sorry, of 100 listeners. 100 listeners. We're almost at 100. I think that's pretty incredible, especially when you think about how this all started. This entire podcast endeavor is just my husband and I. It's just us doing podcasting. (laughs) You know, when I finally decided to take this leap, because I I had thought about it for probably about two to three months before actually saying, okay, I want to do this. I had zero idea as to how to get, get this done and no support. It's not as if I'm signed on to some sort of like radio station or know anybody that even does this. It was literally just me and my husband. (laughs) And uh, all I really had was my husband's endless optimism and enthusiasm, which any of you that know him know what I'm talking about. So we literally just read books about podcasting and bought a mic (laughs) and went with it. And here we are. And we're doing it, and it's awesome. And thanks to listeners like you and supporters who follow the podcast and share it, we are still in this podcast game, and hopefully we are here to stay. In this episode, I'm diving into rumors and legends surrounding perhaps one of the most famous, and in my opinion, overrated military bases of all time, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. So let me tell you a little bit about Wright-Patterson and like my background, you know, with this base. Uh, as many of you know, I served in the Air Force. I retired last year after 20 years. My husband was in the Air Force for 17 years. It's, um, we've been to many bases. I personally was never stationed at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which is in Ohio, but my husband was. He was a security forces member. So for those of you that don't, that aren't in the military or don't know anybody in the military, that's basically like a cop. It's military police, an MP, if you will. And um, he was stationed there as a cop. Uh, I used to, (laughs) when I was, my last job in the military, I was what was called a group superintendent. And so I was in charge of, I don't know, just shy of about 200 people in a unit. And, you know, as a jokester, even in the service and even as a senior leader, maybe not as much as I was when I was an airman, a young airman, but I still like to have a little bit of fun when I was a a senior master sergeant. And so anyway, I used to drive my husband nuts, but I used to tell young airmen that there were UFOs 
at the hangars there at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base and that there are underground tunnels. And then, especially if my husband was ever in the office with me when I would talk to airmen, I would be like, I mean, my husband knows he was there. And of course, my husband would say like, no, that's absolutely not true. And I'd say, well, of course he's going to tell you that. He's like trained to tell you that. (laughs) It would absolutely drive my husband insane, probably because I'm really good at keeping a straight face. And so I'm fairly certain that there's some some airmen and NCOs out there running around believing that. So... (laughs) So let's let's talk about some actual some actual facts about Wright Patterson Air Force Base. It is home to Air Force Material Command, which is like the most unsexy MAGCOM major command in the Air Force. You know, like you have Air Combat Command, which is very cool, and you know even Air Mobility Command is pretty cool. And then you have Material Command, so it's really not that exciting. It's basically a base just filled with civilians. There's so many civilians at that base versus actual Air Force people. Um, next to the base is the famous United States Air Force Museum, which I, ha- I have been to. It's pretty impressive. There is also AFIT located at Wright Pat. AFIT is the Air Force Institute of Technology. So that's kind of interesting. You also have the Air Force Research Laboratory. So lots of like sciencey things going on there. Uh, I knew uh, an officer that actually got picked up for AFIT. He was just a uber douche, just like the worst, the worst lieutenant ever. I remember one time when I was pregnant with my daughter. I was eight months plus a week. My daughter was a well cooked baby. She did not want to. She did not want to get out. And I worked up until. Basically, my commanding officer said, I don't want you in here anymore because I'm pretty sure you're going to give birth on the floor. (laughs) He didn't exactly say that, but I worked almost all the way up until I gave birth. And there was one day I was having like pretty bad contractions, not enough to be able to go into the hospital or anything. But I already was only supposed to be working half days and I'd worked over the half day and this lieutenant was never around. And so I shot him a text saying, hey, I'm going home. I told, you know, the NCO that would fill in for me when I'd be out, like, hey, I got to go home. I'm just having these contractions. And like hours later, this lieutenant calls me and he's like, what you should have waited for me to get back into the office. I'm like, well, I don't really have to. Like, I have a, I have a waiver that says I only have to work a half a day. And I was having contractions. And this guy says, yeah, but did you have the baby? <laughs> kind of like that that guy from uh, what's that movie, The Hangover or whatever. That's like, well, yeah, but did you die? <laughs> like my husband to this day, like wants to find that lieutenant who I think is a major now, which is just a sad commentary as to our United States military. Just wants to punch him, like square in the face. But all that to say, AFIT is where they send super nerdy officers to learn science stuff. <laughs> uh, so what else do they have there? They got the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, uh, the Defense Institute of Security Operations Studies, whatever the hell that is. And now we have, you know, we've got Space Command. So that at Wright-Patterson, they have a Space Command unit called Space Delta 18, which they have, my voice actually sounds cooler than the name of it. Um, but yeah, yeah, Space Delta 18. So what, what, like, why are we talking about Ray Patterson on a podcast that's dedicated to things that are kind of weird and mysterious? Well, Ray Patterson is well known for its connection to UFOs and aliens. Uh, it was home to Project Blue Book, 
So for those of you, again, who like have no concept of any sort of pop culture, Project Blue Book was the study of UFOs conducted in the 1950s by the Air Force. Also a television series loosely based, very loosely based on the events that happened with Roswell. So what am I talking about with Roswell? So rumor has it, and this is why this is another connection. Rumor has it that the Roswell spaceship and aliens were sent to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. So the Roswell incident, again, for those of you that, well, like, I don't know, live in a hole somewhere. The Roswell incident, as it's called, happened in 1947. And allegedly, a spaceship crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. The Air Force came because it was near... Uh, at the time, an Air Force installation called like Roswell Army Airfield. They came in, it took the spaceship and the aliens and shuttled them off to Wright-Patterson. And the Air Force later said it was a weather balloon. And what's weird about it is they came out and said it was a weather balloon like days after an Air Force official called it a saucer, like a UFO. (laughs) So that's pretty hinky. So anyway, there's this belief that Wright-Patterson Air Force Base has the Roswell spaceship and the Roswell aliens. And where they have them is at this hangar called Hangar 18, very nondescript, um, in what's called the Blue Room. So, you know, yeah, you got that. There's There's been reports, like people have come out and said that they know this for sure, such as you've got World War II ace. Marion Magruder, who said he saw a living alien on Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Uh, He said, quote, it was a shameful thing that the military destroyed this creature by conducting tests on it. Gross. It's ew. That just has so many connotations that are disgusting. Um, So that's kind of like that, that that soul, that cornerstone rumor for Wright-Patterson. The other one, and this is my least favorite, is that there's ghosts. Apparently Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is like the most haunted military installation in the United States. I did not know that. I I also don't believe in ghosts, but we'll get to that later. The There's a bunch of different, if you Google like Wright-Patterson Air Force Base haunted, you're going to find so many stories. Uh, but one of them is, so at Wright-Patterson is the home of General Henry Hap Arnold's house, General Hap Arnold. Uh, commonly known as like the general of the Air Force. And his house that's there allegedly has five entities or ghosts (laughs) that live in the house. This house was actually on the show Ghost Hunters, which I don't know if you've ever seen this show. I've only ever watched it once. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was a show. I got invited to a boss's house for Thanksgiving maybe or Christmas. I don't know. I was living overseas at the time. And um, my boss's wife was really into, I think it was Ghost Hunters, but it was it was one of those ghost shows. They're all kind of the same, right? Where they always like show up at these places and it's super dark and any little creak or noise is a ghost and they've got all this equipment. It's, I just think it's super hokey. Everything's in night vision goggles. <laughs> but anyway, so you've got General Hap Arnold's house that has five ghosts in it and was on TV. Then apparently also the Air Force Museum is haunted, which I I think I have a friend who used to work there. Uh, But anyway, they say that there's like old pilots, like the ghosts of old pilots that'll show up on the floor of the museum. There's also a creepy one about a child that is always outside one of the particular aircraft Um, which is pretty, pretty creepy. So what are my thoughts on Wright-Patterson 
Air Force Base. Uh, I mean, I have so many. So my husband says that the hangars just look like regular hangars, uh, which they do. I went and visited him when he was stationed there, and it doesn't. They, none of the hangars look any different than any other military aircraft hangar. Um, now, what I have heard and, and what I know is that the World Trade Center evidence from the attacks on 9/11 are in one of the hangars there, at, or at least were at one point at Wright-Patterson. Um, also, they like old experimental aircraft get sent to Wright-Patterson often, like if they're if they're not viable, which makes sense when you think about the command. It's a material command. Um, this this blue room from what I hear, does exist. Uh, however, it's a it's called a, it's a skiff for AFIT. So remember I said AFIT's that Air Force, uh, what is it, Institute of Technology, where all the nerdy Air Force lieutenants go. Um, and so there is, there is allegedly, like in the basement of AFIT, a blue room um, that has, this is kind of cool, This I heard this, it has an alarm system that'll go off if you bring in like if you're wearing something that has Bluetooth or transmitting like a device that can transmit, that includes hearing aids. So that's kind of interesting to me. There is apparently like a big ass telescope located on Wright-Patterson. Again, kind of makes sense given that Wright-Patterson is like has all of this science and space shit going on with it. Um, so what do I believe? You know, well, I mean, obviously I believe there's aliens and UFOs at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Clearly, I mean... <laughs> Obviously, this is true. Um, first of all, I kind of hope it's true because the state of Ohio in general is incredibly lame. I have so many friends from Ohio and they love it. And I've been there numerous times and I just think it is one of the more boring states ever. Every time I've been there, it's super gray and cold and rainy. Um, I think that what's it called? That Cincinnati, is it Cincinnati chili or something like that? with the spaghetti and then the chili and the, that's pretty good. That's about the highest point that Ohio has, I think. In addition to the state being lame, I think the base is really lame. I was super, I like checking out military bases because I was in the service. And when I went to go visit my husband, because at the time we weren't stationed together, I was stationed in Nevada and he was in Ohio. So I went to go visit him and I'm like, oh, cool. I get to see, you know, right Pat, as everybody calls it. I just thought it was so lame. <laughs> so there needs there needs to be something cool there. And it would kind of make sense if you're going to hide UFOs and aliens, you're not going to hide it at a base that's cool looking like a Peterson Air Force Base or I don't know. What's another cool looking like a Lackland? You know, you're not going to you're not going to go to any of those bases. You're going to pick a boring base in a boring state. And that's where you're going to hold them up at. Um Plus, of course, I believe that there's aliens there because I have been sewing that story <laughs> for years to young airmen. So I can't I can't back out now. Obviously, there are UFOs and aliens there. I firmly believe that. <laughs> you know, I laugh, but I'm serious. I'm, I'm totally serious. There are there've got to be. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to let this one go. Um it does kind of make sense, though, if you're going to like. So let's say Roswell happened, which I think it did. I do. Actually, I am a Roswell incident believer. That's the truth. That stuff had to go somewhere. And we know, you know, there's been enough eyewitness account and other sort of investigative reporting done to prove that material was taken from Roswell 
and relocated. And so I think it would make sense that it would go to Ray Patterson. Is it still there? Now that's really the question, right? That's honestly why, why I chuckle. Um, I don't think so. I think that, I think it's been so long that it's, that's probably been moved or destroyed more than likely. I think all of it's been destroyed. Um, but yeah, in terms of, let's talk about ghosts now. First of all, I, like I already said it, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't see why, like if you're dead, so I believe in, I'm a believer. I'm not a religious woman, but I like to say that I am a woman of faith. I believe in a higher power. I believe that if you endeavor to be a better person than you were the day before, and if you don't do like evil shit, then you go to a good place. Maybe that's heaven. Maybe it's called heaven. I don't know. Um, and if you're a bad, like really, 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 really bad person, you go to a bad place. Maybe it's called hell. Um, so if you die and you're in heaven, why would you come back? Ew. I would, no. Why would you come back and be a ghost? I think that would be, that'd be incredibly lame. Now, while I don't believe in ghosts, I don't know. I kind of think I believe in poltergeists. Um, Possibly because the first scary movie I can recall ever watching as a kid was Poltergeist. And I watched it during the day while my parents were at work. And it scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> Polter and Poltergeist still. Like, Poltergeist 2 and 3, terrible. But the first Poltergeist is still a pretty scary movie. Uh, and I think I could see that because Poltergeists are bad, right? I think. So... I mean, bad people. Why wouldn't you want to leave hell and terrorize people on Earth? So, I don't know. Maybe there aren't ghosts at Wright-Patterson. Maybe they're poltergeists. Uh, but I doubt it. <laughs> anyway, I have so many friends from Ohio who are probably so mad at me right now. But I love you guys. I love you guys. And it's not even about the football team. I just think the state is overrated. <laughs> Thank you for listening and please continue to follow us on Spotify and please also leave a rating, preferably five stars. Although some of you from Ohio might try and screw with me and give me one star. Please don't do that. <laughs> please still give me five stars. This helps support our endeavor by making sure our podcast shows up on general searches more often, which could help us be able to elevate to where we can get some advertisers. We will begin production on the next episodes very soon. Let's see, what should I tackle next? Maybe I should dive into some JFK stuff. I've alluded to the fact that I am a huge JFK nut. So I think that could be cool. Uh, I could also maybe talk about hollow earth. I think I touched on the, on the hollow moon theory uh, in one of my previous episodes about the moon. And I think I talked a little bit about hollow earthers. I could maybe jump into that. Um, or maybe I'll talk a little bit about that Malaysian flight that disappeared. That's another one that I'm fascinated about. Who knows? Feel free to reach out to me, though, and let me know what you think I should cover. When uh, this worked, I had a friend reach out to me, my friend Pat Patrick, and he wanted me to talk about, um, what was it, Skull and Bones, and I did it. So if you reach out to me and you tell me that there's something you want me to touch on, as long as it is not a terrible idea... <laughs> I will do it. So thank you again for listening. Please take the time to follow me on Substack. I publish my podcasts and all of my writings on my Substack titled The Sweet Struggle. You can also find me on Twitter at at Mohawk Moderate and swing by thepoliticalinsider.com to read my articles and those of my other highly talented fellow writers. My name is Kathleen Anderson and you've been listening to The Eclipse.